Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletaub from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Wilmington, Delaware is Chris Deacon. Chris is SVP of 4C Health Solutions and notably the former director of the State of New Jersey Health Plan. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that frankly was completely new to me, which is the fiduciary duties of self-funded ERISA and government health plans. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us today and calling this uh, issue to our attention. Thanks for having me, Adam. My pleasure. Now, first, I think it would be good if you set the parameters around the types of plans that we're talking about. What are they and what are the essential elements of them that need to exist? Sure, sure. So well, let's just uh, you know start from the beginning. As you mentioned, self-funded health plans are really what we're talking about here. So not your fully insured products that are subject to state insurance regulation. Um, these are, you know, tend to be larger employer groups, you know, 500 plus employees um, who are self-funding their own health plans. Um, and uh, they then subject er, become subject to ERISA, um, which is uh, regulated by the Department of Labor. And, uh, you know, these health plans have special fiduciary obligations to both their members um, in the plan and we're also talking about self-funded um, government qualified health plans. So for example, the plan that I ran with the state of New Jersey, we were self-funded, but as a government qualified health plan, we're not subject to ERISA jurisdiction. But I just wanna you know, be very clear to state that that doesn't mean there's no fiduciary obligation. It just means that it's not subject to the jurisdiction of quote unquote ERISA, but there are certainly, you know, I would say even, uh, you know, even a greater fiduciary obligation when you're dealing with public sector and um, taxpayer dollars. Now, under these plans, who specifically is a fiduciary? Yeah, so the health plan is typically run out of like, you know, um, the human resource office or ch chief human resource office. Um, so your health plan administrator that's actually running the plan out of, you know, wherever that office sits is going to be a fiduciary. Um, but the plan itself is also a fiduciary to the members. Um, you're also going to likely be partnering with several uh, third-party vendors as a self-funded plan and whether that's a third-party administrator, um, a pharmacy benefit manager, a broker, a consultant. Um, many of these relationships can trigger a fiduciary um, obligation on the part of those vendors, but typically um, there's going to be an express fiduciary obligation owed by the health plan itself and the health plan, those running the health plan for the um, employer on behalf of the employees in the company. So that, that leads into my next question, which is, you know, as you mentioned, they're, they're running it for the benefit of employees. What are the duties of care for the fiduciary? Yeah, um, so a fiduciary has, you know, uh, a, a, a heightened duty to undertake its, um, you know, any actions it takes on behalf of the health plan in really uh, sort of a heightened legal standard, if you will. So they have to prove that they have a process in place that's working um, in the best and sole interest of the participants and the beneficiary of the plans. 
So, um, you know, what does that mean? It means that you actually have to have a process for evaluating vendors, right? It just can't be, you know, who you play golf with or who you grew up with. You actually have to have a process in place to do those evaluations. You have to carry out all of your duties prudently. Um, you have to expressly follow the terms of your plan documents um, consistent with ERISA. And that means, you know, you can't, as a self-funded plan, you can't fund some claims that fall out of your coverage guidelines in your plan handbook or and not cover others. You have to, to sort of follow those plan handbooks you know, very explicitly. Um, I think this one's probably the one of the most important to understand and one of the most difficult to unpack, and it's holding your plan assets in trust, right? And so what that means is if you have a self-funded health plan, um, you know, that's dealing in the tens of millions of dollars on a, a monthly or even in some of the plan, these plans daily basis, certainly at the state of New Jersey, we were talking about 20 to $30 million changing hands on a daily basis. Um, those funds have to be held in trust to be used for the sole and exclusive benefit of the plan and beneficiaries. So it cannot be that any funds in those um, accounts and held in trust can be used to make another client whole or can be used, you know, for you know the purpose of anything but, um, you know, bringing value to that health plan. Um, and then finally, the I think one that we're going to see a lot of movement on and action by self-funded employers in 2022 is this final one, and that's pay only reasonable plan expenses. Sounds pretty simple to say but a little bit more complicated in the healthcare space to do with, uh, you know, and I, I think we all sort of understand with the headlines recently, transparency and, and the healthcare system aren't necessarily two things that go hand in hand, right? So pay reasonable prices. Number one, you gotta know what the prices are, right? And so um, then when the reasonableness comes into it, you have to be able to evaluate those prices, not just, you know, benchmarking compared to your peers, but you know, is it reasonable based on the value it's bringing to your plan? And I think that, again, it sounds somewhat simplistic in concept, you know, generally speaking, but in the healthcare system where we have generally had a very asymmetric relationship with data, right, as self-funded employers and really had that data embargoed by some of the legacy, um, you know, status quo entities, um, that is going to be a difficult one to to really unpack and get your hands around as a health plan administrator but um, it's really imperative that you do um, because if you don't you know you are not going to be in compliance with your fiduciary obligations under ERISA and that's definitely a challenge these days or every day trying to figure out what 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 something should cost versus what the bill is now we, we've already started talking about ways things can go wrong and i, I want to drill down more into how self-funded plans and their fiduciaries typically you know get things wrong what i mean is from a compliance standpoint what are some of the common mistakes that you see that can get a plan into hot water yeah i think probably one of the most common mistakes in this particular space is outsourcing or the belief that you can outsource your fiduciary obligations. And so what do I mean by that? It means that by and large, a lot of these health plan administrators to date 
have hired third-party vendors, again, brokers, consultants, third-party administrators, carriers, PBMs, um, to do some of the work and oversight and accountability work that they're inherently conflicted in doing, right? And, and we've sort of trusted that they are doing things in a fiduciary way and sort of deploying their reviews in a manner that's going to benefit us as you know the health plan but i think that that is just not only has it been wrong to date but it's really unacceptable going forward i think that would be the biggest and that's certainly one that i can see very easy for an organization to make that mistake because you hire these people because you trust them and don't realize you know you need the same vigilance you do with all your other vendors now what have you found to be the most effective set of controls for these plans to have? So I think the, the starting point for exercising your fiduciary duty in a, in a prudent manner and one that is going to get you into a safe harbor with ERISA is number one, foundationally, you have to own your data you have to demand ownership of your claims data in a manner that you know you're comfortable with and that you can actually then use it to engage in oversight and accountability and some of the financial controls that you need to deploy in order to sort of check that fiduciary box i think that you know without without owning your data and again data in this space is just incredibly valuable. It's, it's valuable to the provider community and valuable to the carriers. And, and they know that, I mean, you know, that they're profiting off it and selling it. But it, in the end, as a self-funded employer, you have a legal right to own it. And, you know, the Consolidated Appropriations Act um, it makes clear that the most recent that makes clear that self-funded employers um, not only have a right to it, but you know there's a preclusion on limiting that right in contract going forward. So that's the starting point. Um, you know it can't sit on a shelf and not be accessed. It actually has to be used and reviewed. Um, but I think that that's like that's number one. Every self-funded employer today should be pulling out their agreements with their vendors um, and they should be taking stock and inventory on all of the terms and making sure that they are owning their data, that the data is being delivered in a manner that's actionable and that they're actually you know, engaging in oversight and financial control and accountability to make sure that you know, we're checking off all those boxes that we just talked about paying only reasonable fees, holding plan assets and trust, et cetera. Wow, there's a, a lot there, but at the same time, uh, it starts with a simple step, which is recognizing that this is your data and uh, we need to do something with it. Well, Chris, mm -hmm. thanks for sharing these insights into this topic with us. I wanna thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletaub from STCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.